Day 4 of the Edition Men's World Cup and China. Where have you been? Welcome to the World Cup. And welcome also to Matt Allen to the World Cup Daily. My name's John Lee and we're going to have a look at all the action that was Day 3 and preview all the action that will be Day 4 of Ni- the Edition Men's World Cup. Ni hao John, ni hao listeners. What a sensational evening of hockey last night and uh, an incredible result, I reckon, there for the Chinese. They shocked a few people, didn't they? But that and so much more to come. It's some people, packed, back. They yeah. shocked some people. A packed, <laughs> a packed show. So much to talk about. And we've got lots of stuff to bring you in uh, show number four of the World Cup Daily. And really looking forward to it. Should we get into last night's results? First of all, in the early game, it was Australia taking on Ireland. Uh, we heard Ernst Bartz, um Prediction, which was, I believe, 5-0. He wasn't expecting Ireland to do much anyway. I think I, I went for 4-1, but that was purely you because did. the last two results when internationally when they played were, were 4-1. I was still thinking 4-1 come the fourth quarter, to be honest. But uh, yeah, It could but, very easily have been. Look, I made the, my prediction was Australia would win comfortably, but wouldn't flog them. And that sort of that's how it turned out. Even though the scoreline was only two one, Australia had a, a lot more value statistically, if you want to put it that way. But just couldn't get the scores on the board that they probably should have deserved. Having said that, Ireland probably deserved another goal as well. They probably did, yeah. And you know, if, if the opportunities had gone their way, they didn't miss a couple of balls at crucial moments. Uh, yeah. It might have been a different tale. Uh, yeah, I mean, Australia had about twenty shots, I think, in in the game. Uh, two, maybe three or four for the Irish. Our man uh, Blake Govers kicked off the scoring in the 11th minute uh, from a penalty corner. Uh, probably a goal that Davy Hart wouldn't be happy about, but the rest of his team and everybody else watching goes, "Yep, yeah, it's a fair goal." It was pinging. Um, it was. I think I, rec- I thought there was a slight deflection off the Irish first runner's leg. I'm not sure, and it, it would the angle on on Davy's glove. It couldn't have missed it by more than three oh, or four it, millimeters. Hit his, sure hit his glove. He just played down the wrong line slightly in cricket parlance. So, uh, but yeah, that was a fantastic start. And we 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 said yesterday in the show, Blake Govers is the man to watch. He's on fire. He's scoring goals for fun, and uh, yeah, he gave the Australians the lead. However, thirteenth minute, the other man that we mentioned last night was Shane O'Donoghue. Wow, um, who was goal. only one one goal off John German's record of, uh, Not of equaling, well, <laughs> e- equaling now. So he's equal with on ninety three international goals. He's got a great strike rate, and what a fantastic goal! Um, the ball bobbled up for him, didn't it? Popped up. He got a second effort in the. Yeah, Charters was rushing out to it, but had no chance. It was a great pick-up. Yeah, it was a really great pick-up, and then with the ball in the air to control it and get it past the goalie. Once again, I think it was a goal that the goalie themselves would be disappointed that went in, much as Davy Hart was. Everybody else watching, like you and I, thinks great goal and well taken, very well taken goal. there were some dominant periods of the game, though, from, from the Australians. And well, it was locked up at one all at half-time, but you still had the feeling that there was a lot more in control from Australia than there was from Ireland. Yeah, and some great shots went flashing by. Davy Hart was superb in goal for them. And but so were both the Australian keepers, by the way. They made some good saves as well. Yeah, it was a very entertaining game. The Irish could consider themselves a little unlucky, but then, like we said, equally, the Australians probably you know, could have done with a 4-1 well, win. You, um, know, you look through the stats. We found some stats. We oh, should tell people about absolutely. this. Absolutely. So if you just go to the FIH.ch site now, it links directly, takes you to the World Cup 2018 uh, pages. 
all the stats that we did see on the TMS for the Women's World Cup um, are available on that page, so you can get on and, and get get all the detail. There's there's little links across the top of the page, uh, overview news, matches, teams, pools, officials. There's one called stats. Don't click on the one called stats. Click on the one that says matches, and you can look at the individual stats from the matches. As opposed to when you click on stats, you get like top goal score or blah, blah, blah. You don't get the, the match breakdown as such. So look for the matches tab and click on that and you'll find the list there. Now, I was pleased to see uh, Blake Govers get that opening goal because he's in my scored fantasy team. Uh, <laughs> he's in mine too. Brilliant. Um, and equally, <laughs> Tim Brand, um, 20-year-old, uh, has only played 13 or 14 games for the Kookaburras. Came into the squad quite late on um, in the piece this year. Um, he's popped up with his uh, well, his debut goal, goal at a World Cup in his debut game at the World Cup. And Not only that. Well, he picked up the Man of the Match award. And, of course, Mihir Vazavda from the Indian Express was pitch side to catch up with Tim straight after the game. Uh, Ireland seemed to be a team that no one, uh, no one really wants to face early on. Uh, uh, how did you approach and, and what do what you think of? Were they trying to put pressure on you guys early on? Yeah, I think they're a very physical team and we knew that coming into the game. Um, and our game plan was not to get involved with their physicality, just to play our own game, simple passing, stick to stick, with clean basic skills. Um, and I think we did that very well. Happy to get on the score sheet? Yeah, very happy. Very happy, especially in front of this great crowd. It's awesome playing in India. How much of the pressure is there on you as a playing group to go and do it the third time? Um, well, yeah, we've talked about it. I don't think there's any expectation on us. It's a completely new team. Um, and we've just set ourselves the task of winning this World Cup, not thinking about the other World Cups. To, yeah, as I say, a completely new team, new coaching staff, and we're just here to win this World Cup. Uh, I mean, is there, a, is there a fear among the playing group that if you don't perform well on one match and one tournament, uh, there are loads waiting to replace you? Does that, does that play on your mind uh, at times? Yeah, it does. There's lots of really good players in Australia, and there's always competition for spots. So, um, yeah, we're always looking to play well. And uh, thanks to Mahir there for his little chat with man of the match, Tim Brand, following the the uh, win over Ireland. Yeah, congratulations, Tim, and thanks for getting the points in my scored fantasy league team. You can still join have our mini league. Have you got Tim Brand? Oh, I have, yeah, yeah. It was only seven million, I think. Oh, yeah. should have gone there. I've seen the kid score a few goals this season over here in Perth, so I knew he's got a little bit of animal. I know that not, not many others were, were necessarily picking. Um, fantastic start for Australia you know they needed to win that's that's all that really matters there isn't it um, but Ireland can look ahead with a lot a lot of hope um, and our mate Jaspreet Sani um, who's there on behalf of the Times of India on the ground in Bhubaneswar uh, managed to catch up with Davy Hart incredibly proud moment for me to say here and stand in front of you and say listen as an Irish team we could have come away with a result against the world number side at our first World Cup since 1990 and not at all and it showed what confidence we had within the side that we chose to go kicking back take me off and we were up in their corner we ended their circle with one second left on the clock but unfortunately couldn't come away with any sort of a reward for that so yeah we're going to take a lot of confidence from this learn from it because there's plenty of learning points but also bring the enormous amount of positivities that we can take from this game right here and I'm just here standing as an incredibly proud Irishman right now I can't but take inspiration from it I think at the end of the day you have to recognise that they also dreamt big they had a goal and a dream that no one else thought possible and they're definitely a, a source of inspiration for us moving forward through this tournament I think just the, the belief and the, the quality what's in the country at the minute coming up through the underage rankings the junior age groups and all of that and at the end of the day it's about also getting more source of funding at times we still have to pay to play for our country so 
imagine if we had our own source of funding, we'd be able to take on these top ten teams all the time. Well, that's Davy Hart talking to Jaspreet Sani, amongst yeah. others, by the sounds of things. He had to get out of there, but nice to hear him mention two things there. One, um, the, uh, the inspiration uh, drawn from the Irish women's team from the Women's World Cup, yeah. and of course to get the little dig in about funding there at yeah, every opportunity. Change. Quite right too. Um, you know, good. To, well, you know, great to see there's some moves happening anyway. People getting prepared to get behind Irish hockey. Turkish Airlines on board as their main right, sponsor when, there. When you consider he's one of the best ever strap of a set of pads on, is you know, when it comes to goalies. The good ones are all about the same, I reckon. There's no greatest goalkeeper ever. They're just all bloody brilliant once they get to the level, the sort of level that he's playing goalkeeper at. Yeah, that's and, it. Uh, he's, he's, he's a great ambassador for the game, obviously, in, in, involved with FIH committees and all that sort of thing. And, uh, yeah, prone to make a very good savey every now and again. Yeah, is our Davey. That might sneak it at the end of the podcast today, just quietly. Um, shall we move on? Let's get to the next game now. And... Uh, that was an intriguing game. England and China. Now, we made the comment yesterday, no one knows what China, really understood what China was going to bring to the tournament because no one really knew that much about their team. Well, in the fifth minute, they showed it because they took the lead from a very, very good goal. It was just sensational. Guao Zhao Ping um, picked the ball up uh, around the edge of the D and thought, hang on a minute, these four blokes standing between me and the goal, we'll just use the bit of quick hands here skipping a jump around he goes um, somehow manages to draw George Pinner towards him and sneaks it in oh, the inside corner with a, little, with a little dink um, it was just a wonderful goal and the excitement and the joy the very first international uh, World very Cup first goal. World Cup game for the Chinese hockey team and Guao Xiaoping take a hat off to you sir fantastic and stuff and I'll tell you what it changed the whole tenor of the game I thought before the goal had been scored that even in the first five minutes before, you thought, China aren't here just running around chasing a hockey ball. No, they, look, they, they looked they, organised, they, they looked committed. Um, we, we said about the, the age of the squad in yesterday's show, yeah. and you know they were, they were quick and they were fit. I thought that the, the English were able to out-physical them in certain situations, but they make up for that in being very, very fast across the ground. And, and fearless. Fe- oh, yeah, Absolutely no fearless. Um, fantastic way for China to start the tournament. England clawed one back in the 14th minute, and it was scored by number 14, Mark Cleghorn, um, off a penalty corner. A pretty standard straight oh, sort yeah, of yeah, good, well good, taken. Good rip, good rip down to the right. was. Uh, so the, the match entered... Uh, the second half at one all, England struck in the 48th minute, and this time it was uh, Liam Ansell who came up with the goal. That's it. From the, the late call up to the squad. Yeah, that was a pretty well taken little goal as well from memory, um, but it's not going to be the goal of the day, just quietly. <laughs> um, but China in the 59th minute of the game. Forced a penalty corner. Uh, I think the corner was there too. The England player was undoubtedly just plane to give away a free hit inside the 25. It wasn't malicious by any stretch of the match. About, about a minute and a half left, wasn't it? Yep. Um, nothing in it, but them's the rules. He certainly, just, he certainly just wanted to give away a free hit. Up step number 22 for China. Uh, do Talaki. Do Talaki, yeah. Do Talaki. And Do slotted one home. Uh, a great drag flick. 
and that made the score 2-all. And China, what a great start to their World Cup campaign. Do you want to hear some of these stats? Possession stats, first quarter, 71% in England's favour. They had an 81% pass accuracy in seven circle entries. That's the first first quarter. Second quarter, 62% uh, uh, possession to England. Uh, six circle entries there. Third quarter, fifty-eight <laughs> percent. Fourth quarter, back to sixty percent again. So they, you know they bossed the game possession-wise. Uh, they created a lot of opportunities, but there was a desperation behind the Chinese side um, to to stop everything and block everything, and they did enough yeah. to keep themselves in the game. Uh, Coach Kim was interviewed afterwards and said, uh, "Young boys have done very well today, and indeed they had." He just wants to attack and defend and score goals, and good on him for the uh, Korean coach. Well, they're going to they're gonna shake a couple of those other teams as well because it's Ireland and Australia. That puts England in a very perilous position. Um, well, yeah, I, I, to, I think, I think Ireland can beat England. Um, I think Australia can beat England. So the Chi- China-Ireland game is going to be the, the important one to decide that group, I think, and that's, that's next up, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it is indeed. Um, I don't want to get ahead of myself with the kookaburras, but I think they're they're um, they'll, 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 they'll just they'll grow they'll grow and uh, they were starting to find their rhythm. I tell you what, watching that replay of Young Brand's um, goal, uh, super second effort, wasn't it? Oh well, to run from the defensive D yeah. to score the goal at the other end, um, fantastic effort, and reminded me of someone we might know. Who's that? Uh, young ORCH twenty three. <laughs> Simon? Oh, O-R-C-H. O-R-C-H, bit of O-R-C-H, right. O-R-C-H, bit of orch in there. No, but just the, the idea of having those midfield running powerhouses, and he looks like he's going to be one of them. Oh, look, I, he, he certainly knows where the goal is, mate, and he's not, not afraid. I think maybe he, he might have got that man of the match there this evening, but there's, there's still a bit of polish Oh, there's a lot of work there. to go in, yeah, d- yeah. undoubtedly. Oh, just a quick, quick note on that yep. game as well. Judge for the game was Rayo Richardson. Now, uh-huh. Ray has joined us before on the Reverse Stick podcast on our regular show um, from Trinidad and Tobago. And it was her birthday yesterday, so oh, well, many, many happy, happy returns, Ray. Absolutely. Happy birthday. And, of course, thanks to Jaspreet and Mihafa, um getting us those grabs there from the ground as well. You can follow both those guys on Twitter. You can get those links through our Twitter page, also Instagram and Facebook, all at the Reverse Stick. Well, we better get on to it because we've got uh, today's games to get on to and who better than to lead us into that than... Ernst Bart. You're listening to the World Cup Daily Predictions, a cooperation between Studio Hockey and the First Day. Pool D starts on day 4 of this World Cup. D, because it's the pool of death, with Malaysia, Pakistan, Germany and the Netherlands. The day starts with a game between Malaysia and the Dutch. Normally the Orange Army will win this easily. I predict 4-0. But then Germany versus Pakistan. This will be a tough game. However, in the end, as usual, it's always the Germans. I say... 4-3 for Germany. But will Valentin Verga agree with me? Let's ask him. 
Hi, I'm uh, Valentin Verga, Germany against Pakistan. The Germany will win this game with 3-2, so it's going to be a spectacular game. Our game, I hope, is going to be a beautiful match. It's our first match, so I'm hoping and, uh, and praying to all the gods <laughs> that we will win with uh, 3-1. Thank you very much for listening and uh, enjoy the World Cup. Bye. That's it for today on the Daily World Cup Predictions. Tune in tomorrow for a new episode. But for now, enjoy your hockey. Or as they say in India, up bus hockey. Hi, I'm Trent Mitten, and you're listening to the World Cup Daily Podcast at the Odisha Hockey World Cup. Thanks, Trent, and also thanks to Ernst Bart, and thanks to Valentin. Valentin Berger as well. Great to have everybody involved with the show. Oh, it is. Uh, now, let's get on to those games. Uh, we've heard Ernst's predictions. Uh, first up, the no, early just, game. Just so I don't oh. leave it to the end of the show. Yeah. Weather in BBI. Oh, yeah, quick. In BBI to today. Yeah. 5 p.m. match time for the first game, uh, 26 degrees, partly cloudy, 55% humidity with 6k winds. There we go, it's done. Early game, uh, Netherlands versus Malaysia, that'll be on your local provider at f- just before 5 p.m., Babanazwa time. And, uh, well, Ernst seemed to think that the Netherlands were pretty much going to do the job on Malaysia. Uh, I think he's probably pretty much right. Well, it's interesting. Altman's is in there. He hasn't been in very long. Um, there hasn't been too much tinkering with the squad. There's a lot of experience in there. A lot of a lot of uh, caps under the belt of the the, the Malaysians. Um, just looking at my stats here, they've got 2,833 international caps amongst their group there, with an average age of 27.4. That's opposed to the Dutch with only 1,972 games. But there's the four or five sort of 20, 21, 22 year olds in that Dutch side all on a sort of 50 or 60 caps and so mixed with the experience of some of the guys that are in there I mean you go down the list and it's a, it's a list well, you've got the list there of the Dutch side actually don't, just don't I have indeed I've got the Dutch um, side a list of absolute superstars isn't it Hertzberger uh, Preusser uh, Robert Kemperman Mr Backhand uh, check out the South Pass uh, interview with uh, Robert Kemperman what they do have is a, a core group of guys who played around the 100 to 150 or a bit more mark. They've got all a, a big clump of players that are between the 100 and 200 games. Um, so there's a lot of combined experience together going into that squad. Um, there's a couple of young guys. Um, Terence Peters, who's only played the five international games at, at 21 years of age. But apart from that, you've got a minimum of about 26 or 27 games into other players. Uh, Lars Bolk has only played the 26 games. He's 22. But and they're all they're all playing hoop. They're all playing yeah, hoop class week in week right. out. Aren't they? uh, they're another machine. Like you described Australia as a machine earlier. The Netherlands certainly do have a production line similar to ours. They do indeed. Now the head to head with the uh, the sides. Most recent meeting. They haven't played a lot of tournament hockey against each other. 2007 Men's Champions Trophy. That was a 3-1 win for uh, the Netherlands. Uh, 2000 Olympic Games. Uh, a nil-nil draw in the pools there uh, and in the World Cup itself uh, it's pretty much Netherlands all the way we've got to go back to 75 in KL where Malaysia had a 2-1 win um, but 73, 75, 78, 81 uh, that's the, the last times they've met in the World Cup Malaysia are a funny team I find um, because they can India can't beat them so there's some weird thing going on there and they'll turn up against some teams and they'll play like demons Um Netherlands isn't one of those teams. Looking forward to seeing Kumar in the goal, the little fella bouncing around. Nice to see him back in the squad. Yep. There's a lot of experience in there. You know, Razzie, there 253 caps. 
Uh, Fitri Sari, um, not so many caps, but a, a cracking little prospect. Um, you know, really great stuff. Look forward to that game, as we will the game following that at 7pm, Bubaneshwa time. Did I get that right? No. Okay. Bubaneshwa. Uh, what what could be, as we heard from the preview from Ernst and Valentin, a cracking game, Germany and Pakistan. What was interesting about what Valentin said was the um, he, he hopes it's it's played in a, a, a really uh, physical manner and uh, you know a real Warriors game almost. He he knows all about playing in a physical manner. I've witness, witnessed that yeah, myself, well, I, and it goes and terrible, terrible, terrible. But he 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 wants to play. Great hockey, but in a really tight physical contest. Yeah, that's and so, all about his game, yeah. Um, that could be very interesting against the Pakistani, because I've tipped them to be a bit of a dark horse to uh, cause a bit of a problem for a few teams. There's renewed optimism. They've got a sponsor on board with hire. They seem to have got rid of the coaches that don't want to be there, and they've got coaches in there that will be there if they're asked nicely, but don't really want to be there. Um, I think, yeah, I think they're going to. I think there's a togetherness when, there with the Pakistan. When they switch team. it on, they play really, really good hockey whether they'll be able to turn it on against the Germans because they're very disciplined and they play very much to a system and they'll go about their business, whether Pakistan can break that down or whether they're just going to crumble in front of that discipline, I don't know. Well, Pakistan have played 85 games at the World Cup, winning 53 of them, so 62% win rate. You'd expect that for a country that had won the World Cup four times, the all-time greatest winners. Um, Germany not far behind with... uh, um, uh, three wins there as well, though. Yeah. Three wins, two wins there. Two wins. Yeah, 02 and 06. There's a lot in it. They're going to be great games, and that will be the last of the first round of the pool games. So uh, uh, on the um, Sunday, we'll be getting into the first of the second round from the pool games, if that makes sense. And that's when it's going to really start getting interesting because those are the games that are you played your first round. Uh, Everybody's got knows where they sort of stand, but the second round will define where you go on from there. Yeah, I'm just looking at this German side, mate, and you know there's a, there, there are a lot of people's favourites to win the tournament. It's going to be uh, uh, a tough ask for the Pakistani side, but we think they can probably do it. Who's to know? I'm sure we'll see plenty of um, tips coming up on the socials. Now, time to get to the goal of the day. Indeed. And um, well, the unknown sponsored goal of the day. Yep. Uh, generic. I prefer generic sponsor of the day. Okay. It could be anybody. Any could be old, you. Could be me. No, not you. Oh. You at home. Could be. Or in your car. Well, today's generically sponsored goal of the day uh, goes to the Chinese team and the wonderful goal that was scored by Guo Xiaoping. That's it. I have the team sheet in front of me. <laughs> Guo Xiaoping. It was a fabulous solo effort on the on the back of uh, some really solid team play. And if they're the sort of skills the Chinese are bringing to the game, watch out in the future. Let's have a, a listen, courtesy of the host broadcaster in the FIH, uh, to the goal. Yeah, thank you, Star Sports. Chinese players flooding forward. There's three of them in the D currently. Lovely hands. Oh, and China are into the lead here. Wow, it's out. So shoe for China. England, the shell shot. Past two, three defenders and looking at the goalkeeper. Before the goalkeeper comes in, just lifting it over to one of the best and most experienced goalkeepers England has. What a class goal and finish by China. And it was a fabulous display of individual skill that really changed the whole complexion of the tournament almost. Yeah, lovely hands. Just 
Lovely hands. Lovely hands. And thanks to uh, Star Sports and the FYH and our commentators there, Dan Strange and Jag Beer Singh. Um, and, of course, Charlie Broom and Rick Charlesworth are doing the other games as well. I'm enjoying the commentary. Yeah, really enjoying the commentary. Um, it's great stuff. Some interesting points made up about referrals from... I meant to get the audio, but I haven't got it. Uh, from Rick Charlesworth about the way... Pe- uh, sorry, Charlie Broom about the way people, players are learning to couch their referrals so that uh, if something else happens in there that yeah. they haven't directly referred to comes up in the referral, then they're getting the, the benefit get the, of that, whereas the previously the they back, didn't. Yeah. yeah. So it's uh, a really interesting way to see the way that this referral system is um, evolving in hockey. What else have we got, Matt? That's it, mate. Let's let Is people it? get on with their day. Go and enjoy the hockey. Um, hopefully, you know, if you've only been keeping up with the World Cup so far because you've been working in the week, this is your opportunity. It's Saturday. Get out and watch some hockey. Of course, if you're on your way to a game today, uh, chuck it on the stereo. Tell your mates. Get them to have a listen and uh, get behind the World Cup Daily Podcast. We'll see you tomorrow for day number five. Yeah, really looking forward to the games tonight as well. I'm not going to ask you tips. Hockey's going to be the winner, mate. Hockey is going to be the winner.